very serious, and we have to adjust our mindset to that, that we are, we have Jesus Christ living in our body. We have God inside of us through the Holy Spirit. Plain and simple. Very easy to uh, fall back into the well, we're natural sinners, and you wouldn't be wrong. I mean, that's what the Old Testament we're natural, right? Everything about the flesh contradicts the Holy Spirit, and you're right, it does. But the Bible tells us that in this new creation, we no longer live by the flesh. We live by the Spirit. What does that look like? Well, to me, it looks like, as I've said on here before, you take every thought captive, run it through the filter of God, and you apply that instead of what the flesh wants you to do. Uh, We want to live out of love. That's what Jesus tells us, right? The most important commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your might. And then to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So, with that being said, we are a new creation and we are to live by the Spirit. The sanctification in that and the sanctification process comes through disciplining ourselves to listen to the spirit to fully 100% trust in the triune God that we serve the father son and the Holy Spirit as I was reading second Corinthians 5 16 and 17 it says from now on therefore we regard no one according to the flesh even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we, we, we regard him thus no longer. And verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So when I read that and some other verses that I don't have in front of me right now that uh, reading through Romans is that the good news is we are no longer bound by sin. Now, you can choose to stay in a sinful state and choose to fall back on Adam and Eve and just say, well, it's my nature. And it's no following Christ is hard. Uh, You read Acts, you read Romans. I mean, the whole New Testament is filled with how hard it's going to be to follow Jesus, to truly follow Jesus and to truly be a disciple of Jesus. It's going to take discipline. It's going to take effort. It's going to take courage. All these things that they tell us that it's going to take to truly follow Jesus. If we're living in the risen Christ and know that his sacrifice was so that we are new, his sacrifice ended Adam and Eve's pathetic attempt at at just living and being happy with God. Jesus brought that, ended all of that. 
right? He ended it. And when we accept Jesus Christ, we are now the new creation. Adam and Eve is no longer a part of our DNA. It is a part of our history, but it is not a part of who we are now. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are now a new creation. We now have the Holy Spirit living inside of us who tests every thought that we have, who tests even God's thoughts, because it is God, right? So why are we still living in a past ideology of we can't? Jesus tells us over and over again, he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of strength and courage, right? So what are we doing? And men, we are, like I said, the first image of God created, molded us with his hands and breathed his life into us first. Now, don't get me wrong. I've said it before. I am not taking anything away from women. I am not trying to downgrade women, but as believers in the Bible, there are hard things we have to hear and hard things that we have to believe 100%. And that is it. That men were created first. Men are to be the head of the family. Right? Jesus is the head of the church. God is the head of Jesus. And then we are the head of earth, the dominion that uh, he has charged us with. So, you know, as we look at the new creation has come. So why are we still living in the past? Like I said before uh, on a previous show that this is time is now for men to stand up and take our role in leading everything from our families to our cities to our churches, communities, counties. We have to bring Christ back to the forefront of this world. We see where men keeping their mouth shut and not being men leads. You see where we're at now. People are so confused. They're lost. They think they're dogs. They think they're cats. A man thinks he's a woman. A woman thinks he's a man. Where does this all lead? It's the absence of Christ is what led to it. And as we, as Christians, as disciples, as followers of Christ, he commands us that we speak out and that we tell the truth and we're honest. Now, we don't have to be hateful. It's all about in presentation. Like I said before, I'm not arguing with anybody on God's word. God, I will stand up for what it and what I believe in, but that argument is between them and God. My responsibility and my job is to clearly and identify who Jesus Christ is, what he represents, and how he has affected my life. And if I'm doing that, then the rest of that discussion happens between Jesus and that person, not me arguing, getting in a debate, whatever. And there are some people better equipped to do that than me, for sure. But the truth is that I am to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am to share 
the testimony that God has given me in my life to share with other people to show my faith in God. And that comes by, like I said, following his lead and saying we can't live a sin-free life, that we no longer fall under Adam and Eve's domain. We no longer follow that pattern. Jesus Christ corrected that. He did away with that because the wages of sin are death, and that's where we were with Adam and Eve because they sinned against God and listened to Satan. Um, that's where we're at today. We are living in Jesus Christ, not in Adam and Eve or not in the same failed logic that led us to Jesus Christ having to be born, lived his life perfect, sin-free, and died on the cross for it. He atoned for all of that already, so why are we still living in it? Why do we still read the Bible as something to be attained in a instead of something that we have already attained. That is what we have to change our mindset on, is that we are now, as we have accepted Jesus Christ, again, very important point here. I don't want anybody, if you're a new listener, that just happens to be scrolling through, what is this show about? I don't want you to miss the point that in order to attain all this to have all of this you have to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior not just by words not just by saying a prayer but you have to mean it from your heart once you take him into your heart then at that point all of these things will start your eyes will be open to the truth of who jesus christ is and what he can do for you and what he does for you now, it is not in our timing. It's not going to all happen at once. Hence, like we talked before, there's a sanctification process that comes in that builds upon your heart change. Because once you follow Jesus and you see the power and glory of who he is and that he is coming back, that your heart will change the more you read the more you follow it you just begin to change because you want to live more like that because you see that that is the right way to live your life and once you've accepted jesus christ into your heart you now have the power of god living inside of you i think that's the biggest thing that we don't understand is that over and over again in the Bible, it tells us he gives us a spirit of strength, not fear. And I think that's the biggest concept that we miss is there was a change in from the beginning to Jesus Christ. And that change is that God no longer is in the temple. There is no longer a specific place that everyone who accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior now has access through to the Father through the Son, and that the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of us. Before, that was not what was taught in the Mosaic Law, but now that law has been fulfilled, all of it, through Jesus Christ. Not only did he fulfill all 300 prophecies that were spoke of in the Old Testament, 
he also fulfilled every law in the Mosaic law, all 613, I believe is what the exact number is. So all of that's done. Now we live on what Jesus tells us uh, through his teachings while he was on earth and the teachings of the apostles, especially Paul. So if that is the case, I guess my question is, why men do we still like to make the excuse that oh, we're of Adam and Eve, you know, we're, we're sinful creatures, right? But Jesus tells us, yeah, you are sinful, but in me, you are not because now you live by the spirit and not by the flesh. So it is our responsibility to start living by the spirit and to listening to the spirit. And how do we do that? Because the more we're in God's word and the more our mind opens up to just how wonderful the spirit is. And we allow, allow ourselves to be open to receive what he's trying to tell us. And then we can step out of Adam and Eve's world and into Jesus's world with him in the power and glory through the Holy Spirit. Um, I mean, there's so many verses that I could that I could quote, but what I would encourage you is start in Romans. That's what I did. I read Acts while we were on our trip. Read all the way through the Book of Acts, then through Romans, First uh, Corinthians. Now I'm in Second Corinthians. And, and and reading just how and what God is telling us. Jesus Christ said it. We are a new creation. That is the foundation of the church. We are a new creation. We don't fall back on the Old Testament. Those, as Paul says, those were for our instruction, for our guidance, for us to see how much we need God and how much we needed Jesus Christ. But that is not what we're supposed to live in. As in accepting Jesus Christ, anything we do should be in his name. And the only way we can do it in his name is if it's righteous through God's righteousness that was given to us through Jesus Christ and our acceptance of him. Everything is through Jesus. That's it. There's nothing else that uh, needs to be known. Is read the New Testament. You got the Gospels, and then you've got Acts, and then you've got Paul's the Rome Paul's letters to the Romans, the Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians. Right. All of these are, to me, building blocks on what Jesus has already said and who we are. So if that is the case, men, and we already know from the Old Testament that we were the first image bearer of God, that he molded us with his hands and he breathed his life into us. Everything about us is points back to God. Like uh, 
my oldest daughter and I were talking that uh, read a 17 page article the other day talking about how our DNA code even uh, spells Yahweh and in other parts God even how our DNA code is set up um, very interesting article uh, it was on Quora dot com I believe it is let me look here yeah core dot com dot com and it says is it true that DNA mapping incorporates the Hebrew name of God yes it does and the our I guess it's talking is oh no it's talking about the sulfuric bridges that hold our DNA together. They're repeating pattern and found at ten, five, six, and five again. Our numbers corresponding to the letters of God in Hebrew. You can look up the Hebrew alphabet, first two letters, and it goes in and explains all of it. And so we now have the power of God living inside of us. We know now that everything we see, touch, smell, hear is given to us by God. Nothing we have, nothing we do, it has been giving, given, excuse me, given to us by the Father. We see this and we understand this because I, our eyes are open to who Jesus Christ really is. And our job is to present that in a manner to others who may have never heard of Jesus Christ or to share our testimony with someone who's heard but don't believe and what an impact and most importantly is how we live our lives uh, you know we're going through a new series at church called Bad Words uh, and they say it was talking about this week was talking about lying and why do we lie? And our, one of our uh, teaching pastors said that, uh, the reason we lie is because we don't 100% trust God. And I think that's where most people are. We're still under that lie that Satan told Eve is, did God really say that? Is that how God really wants it to be instead of reading growing and building that relationship on an individual level that we are who God says we are we are his creation his word stands true from the beginning to the end it will not change he has not changed he is still righteous he is still perfect he is still all-knowing and as men, that is our responsibility to stand on that truth, to preach that truth, and to live out that truth. So it is possible to live sin-free, no doubt in my mind. Is it a process? For sure. But do we have the power of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit living inside of us in order to do so? Yes, we have his power. We have the same power and ability now that Jesus had when he walked this earth. 
He was the example that we have to live by. He was, he is the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody will come through the Father except through him. You know, these are the hard truths. God's always put it down that this is the way it is. Now, he has allowed us to fail over and over and over again. Why? To show we need him. Uh, and that we will always need him in order to have our eternal life with him. Thank, thankful enough that he provided his son because we were incapable of doing any of what it required for us to be in heaven with him. You know, and that is the wonderful truth and love of God that he was willing to send his son who could only be the perfect sacrifice in order to die for us. So, men, as we live our lives on a daily basis, we have to take the discipline that requires us to wake up early, to be in God's word, to build and strengthen and grow our relationship with Jesus Christ in order that we may live our life, take every thought captive in our life, pass it through the filter of our knowledge that has been given to us by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and then apply that to our lives daily. So not only do we speak the power of Jesus, we live in the power of Jesus, just as the apostles did. It is possible, but what does it take? It takes hard work, dedication, which we were built for by God to have dominion over this world. And man, it is time for us in a righteous manner that only comes from Jesus to take back what we have dominion over all these demons, demonic entities out here, the, they, them, what, who, however, these confused people, it is time for us to start speaking the truth, living the truth, speaking the truth so that they see the truth through us. That is our call. That is our mission. <coughs> Excuse me. And we have the power of Jesus Christ in us through the Holy Spirit in order to do so. But grace, right? Because we're not going to be perfect. There are going to be times we fail. We will not be perfect until we are in our spiritual bodies. That we have to live as much as we are capable of in the spirit to in order to project what Jesus through each individual one of us believers and as a body wants the world to see and right now we are not we are not as a whole there may be individuals doing a lot better job than myself or you but as a whole, men, we have to come together and quit giving excuses to people who are confused and not living in the truth of Jesus Christ. It is not a walk for the timid. It is not a walk for the weak. That's 
us who are strong in our faith in Jesus Christ. And that is our myth, mission to take up that cross daily to die to ourselves for Jesus's sake, not for our own, but for Jesus' Jesus's sake that we protect the weak and the innocent and standing up and fighting the good fight against evil that is in this world. We are the soldiers of Christ. We are the grunts to go out there and do the work and spread the message and grow the message, continue to preach God's word, his truth, not what we think, not part of the gospel, all of it, because it's not all nice. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. God is a very loving father, but he will also he is also very strict in, in what it takes to follow. Jesus told us, you, I was crucified, you're going to be crucified. I was all of these things, you're going to be all of these things. It's no easier for the student than it was the teacher. Matter of fact, in our times, it's probably going to be a lot harder. Now, since we have kept our mouth shut for too long. And we see where we're at because men... as Adam did, have decided to let their, somebody else take care of it, shuck their responsibility. Uh, you know, like I said before, Adam, you should have knocked the heck out of, knocked the apple out of Eve's hand, right? But he didn't. He was standing right there. He let her eat it and then followed right there. He heard everything the devil said and he knew, just like we know, the truth is the truth. And if we don't act on that, are we really saved? Do you really believe in Jesus Christ? It's a question I've had to ask myself. You know, it's a tough journey. And it requires all our physical strength, all our mental, mental strength, and spiritual strength. But the spiritual strength comes from the Holy Spirit which comes from Jesus, which comes from the Father, God. Therefore, we have everything we need, but we have to quit listening to the lies of Satan and those little, did he really say it? No, yeah, he said it. So won't you shut up, okay? That's what we need to tell Satan. Shut up, get out of my home, get out of my mind, and the Spirit, and in Jesus' name, leave. Nothing can withstand the name of Jesus. Nothing. It is all powerful. Every knee will bend, right? Every knee will bow to Jesus Christ. Whether you believe or not, when you see him, you're going to bow because you know. And then it's going to be too late. So, men, it's our part in living this sin-free life is to start. Forget listening to the lies of Satan. You know, whatever your addiction, whatever your fleshly hold is, you have the power through the Holy Spirit to defeat it because our our war, as Paul tells us, is not of the flesh. It is a spiritual. Our battles now in our acceptance of Jesus Christ are not on the physical plane that we think they are. No, they are a spiritual war. And the only way to fight a spiritual war is to be in the spirit. 
If we're going to be warriors, we have to be in the spirit. We have to truly accept the word of God in the Bible. Stand on that truth alone. We don't entertain any arguments. We don't fall into the world. Look, it is what it, you can see it this way. You know, there's so many arguments out there for Christ. Look, Jesus is who no other person in the history of the world changed the world like Jesus Christ. He changed it then, and he's going to change it again when he comes back. And our battle is to save as many souls before that happens, or not save, but to lead or guide or make aware as many souls as possible of Jesus Christ. They already know. The only reason there's... The only reason there are so much there is so much confusion in the world now is because the spirit is battling against the flesh because they haven't accepted Jesus Christ yet. So if we start projecting and living how Jesus calls us to live our lives, speaking how Jesus wants us to speak and doing the things that Jesus calls us to do, there will be a whole lot of this confusion going on in the world because now they are seeing who Jesus Christ really is. So that's my spiel for today. Uh, be back next week uh, with a hopefully more organized show uh, coming off vacation. No excuses. Uh, so much information just that the Holy Spirit gave to me. And to be honest with you, uh, I was a little lazy and being organized for the show, but that is still what God, I believe the message God wanted me to deliver today is that, um, like I said, this is his show, not mine. I'm just, trying to be a good servant and allowing him to place me where he wants me and the words are uh, his and what he's put on my heart. But it is time, men, and our place in all of this and living a sin-free life is we are man. We are the first image of God. It is our responsibility to lead the way. And I have to do a better job myself each and every day leading better my family and that's where it starts with your family in your home teaching the word of god in your home showing your your wife your children what god looks like through yourself men that is our call we have a bunch of calls and it's true we do because god puts a lot on his warriors and it's time for us to stand up and be the warrior that he created us to be for the kingdom of heaven <clears throat> And he gives us the dominion to do so on this earth through his son, Jesus Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit that he promised us that we would have to be able to endure all of the things that we're going to have to endure in order for us to be the light of the world. So again, man, always uh, there will be a new uh I, there is a YouTube channel. Uh, this will be the first video. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Uh, but uh, go check it out. The Call of Men on YouTube. Again, by your host, Todd Archer. Uh, 
hopefully this will keep growing and getting better and the videos will get better and even though you have to look at my ugly mug but however you want to work it uh it'll be new this will be the first one i'm not sure what it's going to be you know just like the first episode of this show it will probably be probably be a little uh rough but i would appreciate it if you would go and subscribe and uh now that i've figured out a little bit on how to record these videos and hopefully i'll be able to figure out how to upload them to youtube uh you we will be there as well so also on facebook instagram we're there and as always if you need prayer or have any questions or would like for me to uh address any topic that you may have or question you may have uh in growing in your faith feel free to email the call of the call of men show at gmail.com uh be glad to answer those questions here or in just communication by email so men as you do what you do today answer the call of men